0: You're listening
1: to the Tennis.com Podcast, and here's your host, Ed McGrogan.
0: Welcome back, everyone, once again to the Tennis.com Podcast. Ed McGrogan here, catching up with Steve Tigner. Um, I just escaped the the New York cold a uh, couple couple week, couple, past couple weekends. Steve will be doing the same, going to Indian Wells uh, next week, so you'll... Uh, be smart to look for his pieces there. Also, his full previews on both events, um, really, that should be up by the time you hear this on Tennis.com. Today, Steve, we'll just go over the women's draw, um, and we'll start right at the top with the uh, the first name you're going to see on the list, Serena Williams. Um, you've written about Serena you know, coming back to Indian Wells this year, you know, Any further thoughts? You you wrote that a few weeks ago. Any further thoughts as the event really draws near on her?
1: Well, I think one thing you can say beyond the the um, her boycott, just more practically as far as this year goes, she didn't go to Dubai or Doha. She didn't really play in February after Fed Cup and, and Australian Open. So it's all you know. She would want these whatever points, ranking points she can get. Um, and also just to, in a way to get back on the court before, um, you know, she wants to play a little less this year, but I think she's, you know, she's sort of switched her schedule around to where, you know, if she's going to skip the tournaments in, in, um, she's going to skip Dubai and Doha, then, then, um, this takes on a little more importance just getting back on the court, uh, for one thing. And, and when you look at her draw, she looks like she has a good draw. She avoids, obviously avoids. She, you know, she's a top seed. Maria Sharapova is a second seed. Obviously, wouldn't play Sharapova to the final. Also avoids Victoria Azarenka, who's near Sharapova. She avoids Carolyn Wozniaki, who's given her some trouble. Jeannie Bouchard um, Annie Ivanovic. Um, all of those people are on in the other half. So
0: yeah, I was I was actually gonna I was gonna say I was almost thinking that Indian Walls, in a way, made up for uh, past ills. I think with the draw she got here, because this, you know, looking at her quarter, it is pretty. Um, it's pretty hard to to find a way to figure that Serena, um, based on form alone, wouldn't you know really have too much trouble in here. there, there will be a lot of other factors, of course, as you mentioned. You know, I think as you talk about maybe her scheduling priorities and, and how she's decided to lay out her calendar it's it's pretty obvious that that this indian wells return is going to be i think a pretty big moment for her it's she's obviously not going to want to lose early on this i think she's put a lot into this and i don't think you know there has been some you know publicity attached to it and some connections i believe to a charity that that you know she wants to align with this return here but you know really Serena's matches over the last, I feel, really year or two, you know, almost every match she plays, you know, she it seems like it's it's the most it's the match she has to win to, to save her life, basically. Like, so I, I feel like pretty much every match in this tournament, starting right away, um, you know, she'll be treating that with really the utmost importance there, and um, you know, she could get a you know sort of a a fun one, I think. If perhaps Alexandra Krunich won her first match, we really last saw Krunich at the U.S. Open, uh, making a fourth-round run, really entertaining, beating Keys and Kvitova and testing Azarenka. Um, but overall, you know what I think about this for Serena is that it's a pretty nice draw, but nothing will be taken really lightly with it.
1: Yeah, I think she'll be nervous to start. You know, a lot of obviously everyone will be watching her first match. Everybody will, everyone. In tennis or out of tennis will be watching all of her matches here so i think she'll be you know she obviously often has a, t- a tight match a close match um that she has to get out of in the early going tournaments and i would assume there'll be one of those you never really know when it's coming or who it's going to be against but um i would assume she she you know she won't just roll over everybody in this field
0: no i uh i will draw a bit of a comparison i'm thinking about You know what's going to happen actually in March. In basketball, it's going to be you know everybody's going to be watching Kentucky when that tournament comes around. They're they're likely going to go into it unbeaten. They'll be the prohibitive favor against anyone they go against, and we're going to see who eventually, um, you know, I think kind of freezes them for a moment and see how they react to it. And that, to me, is what we'll see here with Serena. You know the 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 most interesting you know perhaps storyline could be if say a now unranked Sloan Stevens you know, now at 42 in the rankings could actually um you know win enough matches to maybe meet Serena down the line in this quarter because the rest of it um Safarova and and um Makarova really are probably the biggest other tests you know Svitolina as well but like I said this is not a very imposing quarter beyond that so um, the, um, the second quarter, I think, of this draw, we'll, we'll move on to there. Um, when I looked at this quarter, I got thinking about, uh, I got thinking about two names of the present and a couple names of the past, Muguruza and Pliskova, both seated players now, both young players, and I got thinking about players of the past at Indian Wells who've made deep runs, um, perhaps unexpectedly. This is a tournament... And I think perhaps because of the Williams' absence for so long, where players have made pretty significant runs that you might not normally expect or see from them at major other major events. Hansakova's won this twice. Panetta won last year. has won it before. And I wonder if in a quarter like this, maybe this is kind of a little coming-out party for someone like Pliskova and, more to the point, Muguruza, who's done well at majors and you know does not have that signature, signature win just yet.
1: Yeah, you know, this is an interesting quarter. It's Halep and Redwanska are the, are the two top seeds, both obviously good players. Um, but there's room for, you know, there's room for an upset there. There's room for somebody like, I think Pliskova has been the most interesting player on the women's tour, um, probably moving up this year. And, and as you said, Muguruza is a person who's, we've seen for the last two years, uh, doing the same thing and they could play in the third round. So that's an, that's an early match to watch for him. Also. Also be interested in Radwanska's progress with Martina Navratilova. They're working together in Indian Wells, and we'll see see if there's anything new there. Radwanska hasn't had a great season so far, but we'll see if you know see if anything notice any changes there. And and also Halep herself, who who is some somebody we now have big expectations for, and see if she can reach a semi potentially against against Serena
0: yeah I mean you know for Halep this would you know I say this could be the biggest win obviously for some of the younger players but this would still really be um you know Halep's biggest win as well an event of this stature um you know pretty much everybody here Kavitova pulls out but you know by no means are I think the jury is still out to see Halep with The highest with the top three ranking and how she responds to that and it didn't go very well um, in Melbourne and I think um, I think we'll be curious to see where it goes along here Um, and as for Radwanska, that's you know you kind of answered my question before I I was really sort of getting wondering just what has been up with her Um, your you know a 2015 preview you wrote about Radwanska I thought was was somewhat portentous, and I think to this point pretty accurate, where we, you know, looking at really the, the competition and looking at how far we can see a player who plays like Rodwanska and really nobody else does play like her, how far she can go um, without the power game that I think is so characteristic of many of the younger players. You know, it's, it's I think it's kind of a turning point year for Rodwanska
1: in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean it's interesting to think of what Navratilova can can do with her game. She obviously was an attacking player. She wants to make uh, Radwanska more attacking, but does she? You know, I wondered at the Australian Open whether Radwanska's game is ready for that, whether she has the volleys or the sort of instincts to to use to use that those tactics. So you know, we'll see more.
0: Yeah, and um, and as we move along to the the third quarter of the straw here, uh, you know that. The the kind of theme I assigned to the second quarter of the draw was maybe sort of this um, you know big opportunity for some unsung players. You know this quarter of the draw it, it's also led by two you know very big names in in Jeanne Bouchard and Caroline Wozniacki. Um, the rest of it though you know I, I also sort of think Indian Wells has treated Americans very well in the past. You know on the men's side of course we've had Marty Fish, Sean Isner reach finals at this event. Um, you know, Americans will have no shortage of support based on core placements, um, you know, match times, etc. This quarter offers a lot of that. Um, most notably, Madison Keys, of course, who will be playing actually for the first time uh, in a tour, first time since the Australian Open, I believe. In any event, I can't recall if she was in Fed Cup. In the other name. Who I know we've mentioned too, who's kind of steadily risen up the rankings and is also from California's Coco Vandewey, too. So there's a lot to be spoken of for, I think, in both those two.
1: Yeah, I think there's a, you know, this is a good sort of youth area. Bouchard, uh, Vandewey, Madison Keys, Belinda Benchich, uh, who hasn't had a great start to the year, but who was somebody we watched a lot last year. Um, and also you have Wozniaki, who is. Now she has to be the favorite to make the semis in this, in this draw. So, there, but there's interesting people, interesting players to watch. We'll see about Madison Keys. It's been a while. She was injured. Um, you know, she hurt herself at the Australian Open, unfortunately. But obviously, there'll be a lot of eyes on on her. Uh, you know, I would, I wouldn't really expect her to. to the breakout and make the semis in this tournament, but you know, we'll see about that.
0: She could actually play who I mentioned Hantakova in the very first
1: match. First match. Yeah, that's a tough first round. Um, and then you know, Bouchard, of course, is an interesting case. Where is she now? She has a she has a new coach, just you know, sort of in the similar vein as Radwanska. We'll see what what that brings. Um, she's working with Azarenka's old coach, Sam Sumik. So, so this is the first time we'll really get to see um, her play and they're sort of that team and and what they're doing.
0: And, you know, what do you think of, uh, because Vandaway has kind of, I think, she's kind of appeared on the radar, but hasn't had, unlike a Madison Keys or a Sloan Stevens, she hasn't had that signature run at a major yet. But she, I think, to her credit, has actually done very well, has been perhaps even more consistent in some of the other um, tour events. And, really has kind of held her own, um, in the rankings, you know, huge serve, obviously, you know, not as, I don't, you know, I wouldn't say as explosive as keys, but, but certainly a player who I think, um, is, I think worthy of a seed and, um, and really could should continue to improve, you know, what have you seen from her really since she's kind of come into her
1: own? Well, she's got a great serve. One of the most, she's one of the, Better athletes uh, out there has one of the best serves, good kick serve, a big first serve. Um, She's you know just very inconsistent. She she has she has a big game and, and you know she puts together a great set, but you know has struggled at times to to keep that going through matches or through through tournaments against good consistent opponents. Um, you know you could definitely see her. She she would play Bouchard in in the third round. You could definitely see that being an interesting match. Um, you know, with the with the California crowd, um, but I guess it just can she be consistent enough? Can she keep keep those big shots going for more than for more than a set against the against the quality player?
0: Yeah, and as I said, you know, the core placements are going to be a um, you know they're going to be a curse and a blessing. I think you know Keys I would not imagine will be on at least their first. I, I I see that as a a stadium court showing, you know, I, I wouldn't say that for someone like Coco, but you know, they're gonna have they're gonna have the crowd on their side. They're gonna have the burden of it to hold up to as well. So, and these are still incredibly young players, so it's it's uh, it's gonna be uh, I think a nice early season test for both of them as the tours make their way to the U.S. for this first hardcore go around here. Um, you know, opposite that quarter. The fourth quarter of the draw, this is kind of a good hodgepodge quarter, I thought, uh, but it ends on a pretty strong note. You uh, this one, you know, Ivanovic at the top of it at number five. You yeah, know, I think, I think we could perhaps say kind of a flimsy number five seed at, at this point. I think this is a particularly um, interesting event for her to to look at, considering you know, the, I think the scar tissue that probably. Built after that first-round Australian Open loss, you know, that that did not sit well with Ivanovic, rightfully so. After you know the 2014 year that she had, um, and you know beyond that in her half of this quarter, you see uh, you know former champions Von Areva, as I mentioned, also you know Caroline Garcia, who just had um, a couple strong weeks, and like Dewey, like Keys, like Muguruza, has made her way into the seeded ranks. Um, at 25 you know we've noticed if you've made paid attention to the tour starting with a couple of years ago these young players a lot of them have really steadily made their way up you know that made early promise and are kind of growing on that building upon that so why don't we start with this top portion then we'll get to the uh the really big fireworks at the end
1: uh yeah interesting ivanovich and garcia they played last week in monterey and garcia won that match um So that's an interesting third rounder, Um, yeah. You know, you wonder about Anna now coming after a after a poor showing at the Australian Open, and she was also hurt. Um, How's you know how is she sort of momentum wise? And uh, you know, she is the fifth seed, but, but does that seem a little high for what the way she's playing? And Garcia, I think she you know she has to be of the players like you say, young players who've steadily made their way. She. You know, she can be obviously extremely inconsistent, but as far as talent overall talent goes, you know, I like her game and she's she's only twenty one. So you sort of her moving up seems seems solid, seems legitimate. You know, so that she'll continue to slowly move up. So that would that, that match will be an interesting second rounder.
0: Yeah, and continuing down what I this hodgepodge quarter, um, you yeah, know, the Italians are Ronnie Panetta, eleven and fifteen. Panetta the defending champion is I'm sure some of you forgot. Uh, one of the more surprising results of the year, I think, for sure, last year. Um, Stozer at 21, and then you get down to Sharapova at 2, and at 32, Azarenka. Um, clearly not a reflection of where Azarenka should be and perhaps is right now, um, having a very encouraging start to the season. Um, they can meet in the third round uh, all they need to do is win one match both of them get buys and, you know amazingly third, all 32 seeds given buys here this is only, this is a it's a big draw but it's only 96 players um, deep so all the buys uh, you know will not play until Friday um, Friday and Saturday I believe Serena won't play till Friday. Um, but Vika and Maria here you know certainly this is this is the the classic um you know f- first couple day match that that could e- just as easily be a quarter final or a semi
1: or a final yeah they spread this tournament out this tournament in Miami are sort of two weeks in name only um 96 players in a in a much bigger draw 32 um buys. one interesting thing to note here's one of the actual first round matches is between bethany maddox sands and taylor taylor townsend two americans two wild cards who who face each other first um and sharapova azarenka that's obviously that's another that's a another big match and another sort of step for azarenka i think she played an early match at the australian Open against carolyn Wozniaki that she won um but she has you know she's been good she's been getting better but she hasn't really broken through again to you know, where you feel like she's playing her best and, and we'll see again against Maria what you know, how far along along she is.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave your predictions until your you know your full preview on this um that comes on Wednesday. But you know, I think I'm gonna close this perhaps, you know, sorta of where we started it with with the Williamses here. And I wonder now if, if If you think, you know, not only what this tournament gains from getting Serena back, is this draw missing anything to you with Venus, you know, also not coming back? This, you know, and it doesn't sound like she really will. I I think if she was perhaps going to come back to this, it would have happened this year. You know, obviously she doesn't have that many years left in the game. You know, Venus with, like Azarenka, one of the really the better starts of the year that maybe we didn't see coming right away. Um... You know, I have to think that uh, it would be a, a nicer draw if, uh, if Venus was around, of course. But is is there any thought you had? You know, you wrote about Serena a lot coming to this term. Is there Any thoughts you have really on Venus as well on that same side?
1: Yeah, um, it would. You know, it would be great if Venus came back. She doesn't seem to have any plans for it, like you said. And and but the Indian Wells would obviously love to have her back. Um, but I think for for now, Serena was really the person. Who was the you know more more of the face of the situation? She was the player who was on the court being booed. She was the player who had to win that day. You know, Venus was obviously there as well, but Serena sort of been the person who's spoken the most about about this boycott. And for her to come back, I think that's the bigger that's the bigger story. And that's you know maybe that's not enough, but it's but that's a great sort of step and something I think worth concentrating on. For now, and and you know, think about Venus. You know, maybe in the future, but also probably Venus will. You really, I wouldn't really expect her ever to come back. So just the fact that Serene is back herself to me is is interesting.
0: Very well said. I do like that. Um, good. Well, we will catch up um, on the men's draw as well in our next podcast. And like I said, Steve will be at Indian Wells in the second week. So please tune in uh, for his reports from palm springs and uh look again for his full previews of each draw on tennis.com as well Um, thank you once again for listening to the tennis.com podcast
1: you've been enjoying the tennis.com podcast for all the latest news and events head over to tennis.com